0: Episode 242, thank you all for listening to episode 241, Muck and again, two and a half, the COVID cop-out. I am Mr. Taylor Swift, here with Mike Rose.
1: The non-COVID cop-out, Bobo T. Backens. Cody DeBody Ventura.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. Are you going to be running for uh, governor? Hell no. well
2: unless they're dealing out bribes and I'm running just to get a bribe I'm going to run for district 2 comptroller
0: what what kind of bribe would you go for
2: oh the cash variety
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) how much cash would you need
2: the sum of millions of dollars please vote me
0: (laughs) Cody, cop out. <laughs> the body. What does that say? Does that say Michigan is our bitch again?
1: Yes, it does. Just backwards. Yeah, I thought so. Mm-hmm. I love it. One of my favorite
0: shirts. Just backwards. What do you mean backwards?
1: No, it's backwards on my camera.
0: Yeah, it's normal. It's reflection. Yeah, what like I said
1: re- backwards on my camera.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Rolling Rock looks backwards on my camera and Willie Nelson, but you can probably read it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and on the air. Taylor Swift still looks cross eyed, but. <laughs> was. I say, ain't that in person, too? She's like a
2: woman,
0: Shawn Michaels. Let me see. Yeah. No, she's
2: straight. To, oh, she got a lazy eye, too.
0: Not like Shawn Michaels. She didn't hit no fucking casket and fuck her shit up. <laughs> I mean, it
2: ain't. Cl- I mean, it, it's not that bad, but it's getting close.
0: Hey, man. It's okay.
2: Is that why they call her friends her fans the Swifties? Because. In her eyes, they just swifting around, moving back and forth.
0: (laughs) Might be. I'm going to go get my Swifty jammies, son of a bitch. (laughs) All right. So thanks to Wes Anderson for mind quarantine. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter. It's Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Wear Clothing, first and primary sponsor of Overline Sports Podcast. Get in touch with him, allwearclothing.com. He can help you out, get you anything. I mean, just start naming off stuff. Jackets, hats, koozies, stickers, uh, beanies, I think we said, banana hammocks, bikinis, towels, banners, signs. Blankets. Blankets. There's probably several other things. He can do that for you. Mention Over the Line Sports Podcast. He will hook you up with a discount. Thanks to Cranosquaddy Landscape and give Sean a call, 419 704 5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not.
1: Galusa, Alabama.
0: And it is still technically fall. I don't know what the date is to add. What the hell is the date today? It's 10, 11, 12, 13th. There you go. Yeah, we'll go with that. So he can still, for another week, help you with all of your fall cleanup, but it's still technically fall. And then we're getting into winter. He can still plant trees for you right now. Ground's not too hard yet. It's going to be a warm weekend this weekend. 52 on, well, 52 yesterday. Sorry, not this weekend. 52 yesterday, which is this weekend for us as we record. But he can still help you out for another week. And then when you get that snow coming down, get in touch with him to plow your driveway. Plow your business. Plow many other things for you. He will take care of all those driveways. He's got people that can shovel. He's got people with blowers. He'll do whatever you need. He'll do whatever you need him to do uh, within reason. Again, 419-704-5471. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com.
1: Uh, yeah, if you go to datingtransformation.com, Connell will also do whatever he needs to do to get your confidence up. And that will be awesome when you do that consultation. And then... Once the bars are open past 10 o'clock again, you can go out and find those lovely people that you're looking for out there. Since you need companionship, it's the main reason why you're going to dating You're not confident. You need to be more confident. The best way to be confident is to go to dating Reach out to Connell Barrett, get that consultation. He will make you better. Garen. Damn. Teed. Even freaking Nick. Well, that's good <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's good.
0: All right Cody I'm gonna well we gotta do trivia first don't we you got the updated standings Yeah
1: updated standings for a trivia um you my friend I have 709 Cody Bryant 613 myself 625 at 235, double 29, West Anderson with seven. Security Jeff with one.
0: Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Wait for him to come back. Is he doing napping? Got to be. Jeremy.
1: This is no time to nap.
0: No time to nap. Uh, All right, (laughs) we're back. We're back. We're back. All right, got to get the chat box all open. Go. I have four false questions this week, each worth two points. Mm. Guess we can just shout it out. I don't think we need to type these. Marin Corbin played in the NFL on the Colts and Cardinals. Mm. Yeah, I'll
1: say true. I'm going to say true as well.
2: You can't go bald that quick and young if you ain't playing for them two teams.
0: I knew he played for the Cardinals, wasn't sure on the other.
2: Yeah,
1: I thought that might have been a a trick.
0: mm -hmm. During Cesaro's U.S. title run of 2012-2013, he lost 23 non-title singles matches in a row on television.
2: Hmm.
0: Sound about right. I'm gonna go false because it just—it seems like something like a trick. Like it should be that, you know, it should be true. But I'm gonna go false on this one.
2: I'm going true.
0: True. All right. Yeah, I mean, WrestleMania two actually took place on a Monday.
2: I think it's that's true.
1: Hmm. Um, I don't think it was. I'm gonna say false. I don't think that is. Uh,
2: no, yeah, I'm gonna go false. I think it was a Saturday. I'm gonna say false.
0: Yeah, I think it was a. I think it was a day other than Monday. I'm gonna go false too.
1: It was the one they yeah. did their three separate things at. Yeah, you know, I right. It was like a Friday. I thought, or Saturday I thought it was like something. a Saturday.
0: Yeah. WrestleMania yeah. Did, WrestleMania One did take place on a Monday. Yeah. There you go. Dolph Ziggler has been with the WWE for 15 years, and this past WrestleMania was his very first singles match at WrestleMania. True or false?
2: I'm going to say true. I think they said something about that, too. I'll
0: say true. True. I'm gonna say true as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. That don't surprise me.
0: Sting versus The Undertaker was always a dream match, but little do people know they actually did wrestle in 1990 for the NWA World Championship. Gotta mm-hmm. mm-hmm. be false.
2: Oh, no. 1990. Well, I guess it doesn't have to be fun. It depends on what part. Well, he left in 90. I'm false. False. I want to say it was Lex Luger
0: because I think Sting was injured that year. Go false as well. I think they wrestled once. They wrestled, yeah. But not for a title. Oh, yeah.
2: should have been Luger.
0: True. Mm. Oh, it was for the title? Yep.
2: September. September 1st. September Eh. September 1st. Eh. Might have been one of his last matches, I guess.
0: Yep. All right. So, where do we want to start this off? How about did uh, you guys end up watching any of War Games? Nope.
1: No, I didn't. Still on straight. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sting! Oh, no, wrong one.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's AEW.
2: Sting! I want my five damn minutes back, too.
0: All right, well, it was actually pretty good. Um, who? Somebody, oh, God, who the hell... Was it Candace Candice broke her arm this weekend, didn't she? Pretty sure Candace LeRae broke her arm oh. during that match of Team Candace beating Team Shotzi. Uh,
2: I don't know. I, all i I seen, I guess. Why is it that the War Games matches have weapons in them? What's the fucking point of the cages? If you're just going to bring tables and chairs and everything else inside in a I War think Games that was, match.
0: I think that was only one of the matches, though.
2: I think both of the matches had some type of shit in there, like plumber. Well, there was
0: only one. There was only two war games matches, like the, right. The, the, I, the undisputed era and Team Mac McAfee. There was no other shit in there. Yeah, they did. Oh, well, they, they brought in a, tables. Yeah, yeah well, they brought tables. That's in. because McAfee brought in tables with everybody's name on it. <laughs>
2: but what's the point? What's the point of a war games match? Don't even put. What are you building a second ring for?
0: Hey, Amen. It's it defeats okay. the whole purpose of war game. It was games. fucking fine. It was hell, still a
2: war. It defeats the purpose. They could have just it, had one ring for that shit. Make it an eight-man tag. <laughs> hell, they could have did that shit at Survivor Series. To be honest,
1: if you don't right. have an
2: eight-man tag, hell, you could have had all the damn tables and chairs and shit you wanted. What?
0: <laughs> Tell me how you really feel.
2: I'm just saying, man, make it make sense. I'm tired of being insulted. I'm going to strike from them and still getting insulted. My intelligence. Did you get like your insulted.
1: application to being creative?
2: No, nope, because they, uh, they don't want my application. Yeah, Vince to fire you in about three <laughs> weeks. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> the hell is this logic? What the
0: fuck is this guy? What do you mean? Oh. It's, it's, not, it's not supposed to make sense.
2: Right. It's like, no, damn it. I'm in the wrestling business. I don't want to make movies. <laughs>
0: well, I'm not sure if she uh, broke her arm or not. I thought there, there was a strong possibility she did.
2: Jeez, okay. Uh, Getting landed seen, on in the match. Yeah, I was going
0: to say, from what I've
2: seen, did she have, like, a, a chair or something on top of her and somebody moonsaulted on her? Right. Was it Eero, Eo, EO Shirai, like moonsaulted? Yep. Like, what the hell you need the chair for? Just the bone salt on her. Jesus. That's that's WWE for you. I just overcomplicating it. It's just because just you throw some shit in there don't mean it makes sense. Like, oh God.
0: Well, the uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher, that was like a almost 17-minute match. That was actually pretty good. Dexter it was Loomis probably the
2: only wrestling match on the damn car.
0: Well, Johnny Gargano and Damian Priest and Leon Ruff was still pretty good, too. Yeah, I can
2: do without Johnny Gargano.
0: Yeah, he got the title back from Leon Ruff. I like how Man. they played it out um, because, you know, with that match, they. Well, did you see all the things with the ghost face? Mm-mm. Told
2: you, I've been on strike, bro.
0: Okay, well, so basically, they already they already repackaged retribution. They're gone, and uh, (laughs) now, (laughs) as you can, they knew they fucked up. So now you got a bunch of these guys in like ghost face masks. ghost face masks, ghost face masks from Scream. And you know they the ghost face like that would happen, and they knocked him out, and then. He hit rough. Uh, Gargano capitalized hit rough with his his slingshot DDT. Um, Also the one final beat, quote unquote, uh, to get the championship back. And then when they were walking back up the ramp, uh, Austin Theory is the one behind the mask. So the main man behind the mask. So they're, you know, Triple H is not backing off of Austin Theory quite yet. Young cat, man. I mean, he's still only what, 20, Mm -hmm. what is he, 23, 22?
2: I think so, because they don't know what the hell to do with him. Because he's a wrestler, man. Right, <laughs> he's a fucking wrestler. Like, why couldn't you just have? Okay, so I'm assuming since he interfered in that match, that he who'd you say he attacked? You say he hit Damian Priest?
0: Yeah, Lian. R- he basically because he walked out with Gargano, helped him up. Okay. Oh god. Un- so why don't you just have
2: him? Austin Theory? Just have Austin Theory go after the title and, and keep the title on Damian Priest. Let them have a, a couple matches for the title instead of, you know, seven-foot-tall Damian Priest and, and four-foot-eleven Johnny Gargano <laughs> and try to make it seem like, you know, Johnny Gargano is any type of real competition for him.
0: Hey, man, he is competition for him.
2: Man, whatever. Make it make sense. Damian Priest probably got kids that bigger than Johnny Gargano. I bet you the, the models are sitting in this hot tub probably bigger than Johnny Gargano. What? No way. Eat. That's some eat. Guns blazing today. I like had the guns blazing. I didn't get my, my sub sandwich. We can get to that
0: later. Your sub zero sub sandwich. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Four sub
0: zero.
2: Yeah. Hell, I think my daughter's taller than Johnny Gargano right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: But not taller than Adam Cole.
2: Not yet. She Maybe will be Cole. by the summer. Yeah, yeah she year, will be by right, summertime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This summer she will be. Maybe. Big ass knee pads and all. They'll tell Adam Cole <laughs> to start wearing some fucking kid sized knee pads. You run around with them damn sleeves. They look like they take up his whole damn leg. He looked like Ahmed Johnson or some shit. <laughs> damn <laughs> leg sleeves. Pearl
0: River plunge. Yeah,
1: man. That only broke eight people's necks. <laughs>
2: yeah, that yeah. comment did. Because he was trying to be the the next champion of the WWF Federation.
1: Oh, <laughs> That's so classic. Man. Ahmed 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 all the way that dude's got to be 500 pounds right now right he probably is that's is he so still classy. is he still big getting big the huge... t He the whole alphabet by now I About say he's still alive is the question right he alive yeah I, i'm assuming i'm in so let's see yeah
2: and while while bear's looking Woo. that up man if oh you get shit a...
0: that's
1: not a picture of him
2: if you having a bad day, just put in Ahmed Johnson Warzone promo in the YouTube and watch that and it will make your
1: day. Oh man. Dude, if that's really Ahmed Johnson, holy shit. Wait, uh now, see, now I have to look. Dude, he's what? like he got to be I'm I'm not I'm not wrong.
2: Is he the whole alphabet?
1: Uh If that if they're saying that's him,
0: Yeah, it's got to be him. He looks like a pet. He looks like a
1: Tupac Biggie. Like, is there? Oh, my goodness.
2: Woo! The big T, little T, cursive T, block T, iced tea, green tea. Fat T. Yeah, tea cake or tea and crumpets. There he be. Woo!
1: He's everywhere too, Jack. That poor dude, he smells that BO. Woo <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting there with old meat sauce. What do you know? Oh shit. I tell you what, man.
2: That's just a Pearl River plunge every time he's get in the bathtub.
0: Looks like him and a <laughs> wannabe bam bam bigelow.
2: Oh. Who is that little fella? He looks familiar.
0: With his fan,
2: just a fan. Oh,
0: <laughs> With sure his ain't, fan,
2: ain't Johnny Gargano's uncle?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jimbo Gargano, right? Yeah, <laughs> he is from Cleveland. Damn. All right. So, <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> when we went off the air last week, um, Kenny Omega beat John Moxley. And it started this whole thing, and we were going back and forth in text, of the Impact-AEW partnership. Did you watch Impact last night, Cody? I know Kenny Omega showed up with Don Callis. Yeah.
2: I, you know what? I still haven't finished watching his interview, his little interview segment thing. Because it drug on forever. Like, Don Callis, just, Don Callis, shut the hell up. Like, I, I don't want to hear anything you got to say. I didn't want to hear anything you had to say as the jackal. Honestly, just do the commentary and shut the hell up, man. That's all I need you for.
0: You know, they did. They got over 50,000 viewers in that uh, segment, though. Because they were probably expecting something worthwhile to happen. Yeah, you're right. And basically, for as
2: long as it took, wasn't it like a 10 minute segment or something? 10, 15 minute segment for Kenny Omega basically to say, that he's an impact because he's a collector. So he's coming to collect the title.
0: Yeah, he's coming to get all the titles. I like Hell, it, you could have taped the damn message and said that shit. Go to New Japan. <laughs> they did tape the message two days ago. Well, so.
2: <laughs> hey, That's not 15 minutes worth of time. No. I could have done without Don Callis' backstory and everything else. Hey man, man, I like
0: what he did. He compared it to he compared it to comics. It was good for a guy like me. AEW is action he comics said number it. one. He AAA said is that action shit on number AEW. one. Impact is Spider-Man. I mean it was he perfect.
2: He could have did that shit on the damn YouTube show he does.
0: Hey, well, what's their big announcement on Dynamite? That's coming up here, isn't it? I don't know. That's probably gonna take another 15
2: fucking minutes for him say he <laughs> he uh, got issue two of uh, fucking Action Comics.
0: Well, he but Kenny did uh, crack some jokes on the Lex Express, so that was good. <laughs> yeah. I, but at the
2: same time, it's over half of his fans' heads. Like, he's cracking jokes and shit. He cracked some joke about Josh Matthews being on Tough Enough and then said, uh, like, you trying to go so far inside baseball, half of your fans don't even know what the hell you talking about. And the ones that do, like you know, like guys like the three of us, we're just tired of the bullshit and just get right. to the point. You know, like you, you could have did it without that. What what does it like? What does it add to anything? There's not even there hasn't even been anything. Um, cause he said uh, cause he called Moxley by his uh, WWE name. He said you're probably you're connected to Ambrose. Uh, and then say something about tough enough, and it's like, where has that even been? Like, how are you supposed to connect those dots? You can't even connect those dots. They're, those aren't even dots to connect.
0: Uh, Bear, like, I just, I, just a side note. I just got Bear's tag about Sting, but <laughs> it's more meant towards Cowboys fans. Yeah. <laughs> they
1: do it, uh, and fucking Orange Cassidy.
2: Yeah, I know. So, You're we're, so something you, else that don't make damn sense. The best heel in the damn company joining up in a group with a bunch of mediocre dudes.
0: Well, he's gonna take over that man. Here, come on, man. Jake what Hager's underrated. I mean, man, what?
2: Jake Hager is mediocre. Man, hey, Jake is mediocre over. Right. You need hey, to man. tell me he got the join You forget that about me, the group? people. <laughs> man, whatever. <laughs> you mean tell me the the hottest heel in the company needs to join a group to take it over when the head of that group is vince neal i mean chris jericho
0: vince neal <laughs> like come on man uh, Miley crew jr fozzy <laughs> yeah man
2: fucking chris jericho fat ass do he man. you mean tell me mjf couldn't take over from uh chris jericho as fat and lazy as he is now
0: Oh, I see why
1: Orange Cassidy wears glasses all the time. That dude's got some stupid-looking eyes.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they need to put them shades back on him.
0: Put them back on.
2: Yeah, And I used to, you know, the messed up part, I used to like Orange Cassidy because I thought his whole thing was different. And then I watched him wrestle like two or three times, and then I realized there's nothing else to it. He just comes out with his hands in his pockets. Yeah. Like, like there's nothing else to it, and it just sucks.
0: I know. I I looked forward to him for a while, and and but I like Darby Allen more now than anything. But now they're getting Sting involved with him, so my like, yeah. god. Damn
2: it. And then Darby Allen really is just uh, sober Jeff Hardy. Hey, <laughs> 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 oh my god. I just I don't know, man. I just I can't. As much as I want to like AEW, it's just like watching WWE. Like, we've said it more than once, you know? Like, they came out starting off as uh, an alternative to WWE. Now they're just alternative WWE. Well, why
0: would while we continue on with talking about how shitty these things are, Bear, I'm going to give you something to look up, okay? All right. All right, just you can find you can read through some matches, but you go look for this <laughs> TLC 2015. So five years ago on this day, <laughs> December 13th. But as we continue, Cody, yeah. all right.
2: Like, yeah, I was say we're not shitting on it because, we, you know, like we don't want to watch. It's like we're watching the on, same shit. Yeah, like we're shitting on it because we want it to be better. Just like WWE, you want it to be better because you know how good it used to be. When well, they didn't insult your intelligence with every fucking thing. Now, no, they don't they just, insult
0: my intelligence. I, I know well, better. <laughs> yeah, they're not insulting mine because I ain't watching. Like <laughs> You're like, I don't give a fuck.
2: Yeah, like, you're not getting me anymore. Like, I just... I I tried to watch... Oh, what was it I tried to watch? Uh, matter of fact, it was Survivor Series. I tried to watch a little bit of that. After the... Um, Or not Survivor Series. Uh, what was before that? Was it Hell in a Cell?
0: That just happened, didn't
2: it? I think so. Yeah. Whichever one it was before Survivor Series, and there was something I can't. Oh my gosh, I can't remember what match it is now. But I know it was like right after. It was in between the Sasha Banks Bailey match and the World Title match, and some it was on, and my daughter. Asked me, what are they doing? Like, what? what is, why are they fighting? And I couldn't explain why they were fighting. You know, like, what the hell, man? If my nine-year-old doesn't even understand it, like, how can I, you know, like, how are they getting new, like, they're not getting new fans. Like, it's been, you know, like, the, the numbers of viewers show it every week it's it's not even the Wednesday night wars anymore it's just Wednesday night why bother (laughs) like they're both getting the same amount of viewers I think like the only difference is what like a hundred or like a hundred 150,000 viewers each week it's like that's like the difference
1: pretty much
2: so and that's probably 150,000 people going back and forth flipping channels That's okay. all that, that. I ain't mean, just... I don't know, man. Because what pissed me... I don't know. We were watching... I watched that last five minutes of AEW last week. And so, okay, Kenny Omega wins the title. All right, fine. But like I said in our text, he won with a fucking microphone. A he did. fucking microphone to John Moxley's head. Now, the last time that they wrestled... They tore the fucking ring apart, right? They they tore the canvas off the ring and DDT'd each other on the plywood under the mat. And Kenny Omega still didn't win that match. That match had a barbed wire bat, a barbed wire broom. They tore the ring apart. Uh, Somebody got thrown through... Um, like one of the, the display like the staging, and then there was a suplex onto some rigged up bed of barbed wire. With John Moxley, a dude that freaking basically all of his matches have barbed wire or some type of hardcore element to it. But he loses a match because he got hit in the head with a microphone. Come on,
1: man like that, anyone's lost a match that way right like make it make sense if he can get ddt'd
2: on the plywood what the hell like if the microphone was made of lead okay fine then say like oh yeah this was a lead microphone because then that would make sense but no just a regular ass fucking ring announcers <laughs> mic <laughs> to where you could hear the sound of him getting hit in hitting the head yeah that's how he loses the match hell he could have just fucking took his sock off and slapped him with it or something
1: (laughs) (laughs) takes off his elbow pad pop
2: right yeah hell you could just slap him with your elbow pad if that's the case you mean to tell me this hardcore dude that's supposedly the baddest ass in in the land gets taken out with a microphone you can suplex him on the barbed wire, but don't hit him in the head because, obviously, it's made of glass. <laughs> and, just, ah. and then Sting comes. out. Oh, what the hell are they going to do with Sting, matter of fact?
0: Something with Darby. Why? why not? It's not like,
2: why? I thought,
1: I thought Sting was supposed to be stopped wrestling like four years ago.
0: Right. He was supposed to, but... Is Sting going to be freaking Darby Allens Tully Blanchard? He wants to go out his own way, man. Just let him.
1: Man. Every, everybody in AEW got a manager, right?
2: Right. I... Yeah. Well, dude, you know Sting
1: what, though? A, Sting can't need a paycheck, though. Like, no.
2: I want but you know what? If you going to get some free money, why not? I guess I'd take it, too.
1: I guess. But you got to have something better to do with your time. You just... Wasted thirty years of your life. I don't know, I said, I mean, traveling all the time on the road and what you you take a year off know? right back into it.
2: Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you gotta know, think his TNA run, they were only in Orlando
1: that whole time. Okay. I just mean so yeah. uh, well I w, mean, yeah. WCW isn't as bad, but I mean they still right. Yeah, he still traveled a lot. But and know, I guess all in ninety seven he just stayed in the rapid he right. showed up so
2: yeah i mean like that was the best year that was Sting's best year and he never wrestled figure that out
1: yeah no <laughs> a year hey what what am i gonna do today boss uh we're gonna put you up in the rafter right light on you twice maybe hide a little bit but make it look fair mm-hmm. oh by the way you're gonna check today yeah oh, okay don't have to write. nope just gotta put yeah. your on
2: yeah put your paint on put your jacket on oh and uh, don't forget your bat.
1: That's the that's life right there.
2: That's the life. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, ar- arguably, Sting might be one of the smartest men in professional wrestling.
1: Yeah. Pretty much. No injury.
2: No injury until he actually like tried to wrestle wrestle.
0: So, I just saw this. Um, as we're talking about how shit goes down in Sting, and this saw a meme Superstars put out of action because Seth wasn't safe enough. Uh. (laughs) So you got, of course, Cena, uh, Finn Balor, Sting, and Becky Lynch. Lynch. Oh, Becky. Yeah, Cena, that broken nose, man. You can see that. You see that shit? You remember that? Yeah. I remember that. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. That was a knee to the face, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. He took the knee to the face because the other two was shoulder when he didn't know how to throw him into a to fucking basically kill him. Uh, Finn Balor, because that was was Finn uh... Balor won the title and had to give it up. I remember Finn. Yeah, he crushed him. He got he he got hurt. uh...
1: He got hurt like four minutes into that match too.
0: I mean, wrestled the whole thing, won the title, gave it
2: up. Yeah, that was when Kenny Omega actually was one of the best wrestlers in the world. He stole his V trigger, right.
1: All I mean, right, golly, man! Oh, MJF's got a back in his hand. Oh, I wonder man. what's gonna happen here. Uh, right? I just don't understand it, man. Like,
2: I—I I mean, I kept hearing and reading stories about how Tony Khan was this big, like WCW fan, and was like a big fan of like you know the Nitro era of WCW, but I didn't think he was gonna waste all his dad's money and bring it back.
0: He ain't wasting shit of his dad's money. His dad's made of money.
2: Man, he wasted his dad's money right now. Man, his dad is printing money.
0: Nah, I know, but don't waste it. I'd
2: be mad as hell. Bringing Sting back. Sting, uh, Sting, Danner, as old as me. You bringing him back to do what? It's not like he's going to come back and wrestle.
1: Because they can say this shit and they can go, "Oh, Sting back on TNT for the first mm-hmm. time in twenty years," just like yeah. Shivani and everyone else, Andrew, Arne Anderson, everybody right. else. Yeah, and nobody cares. Nobody cares. They're back on TNT because no one was watching
2: I mean. this shit twenty exactly. years ago. Was watching this now, exactly. None of your fans were old enough to even know what the hell you're doing right now. That ain't
0: True thing
1: is,
2: they're not even yeah. That, right. They're not old enough, and they're not... And as big of nerds that most of AEW's fans are, fucking, you know, they're the nerd marks that don't even, you know, that, that believe damn near everything that Uncle Dave writes in the, in the Observer.
0: Most people do. You know who You know who loves Uncle Dave? Is our friend... AEW? Now, Bruce Pritchard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. AEW, freaking...
2: The Bruce. young bucks
0: and Kenny Omega. Bruce hates him. You know, I've I've had yeah. to take a break from podcasts because I've gotten into a few audiobooks recently. I just uh in the literature. Are you yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Miro? Yeah. Yeah. When is he gonna put some clothes on? Maybe like He's always coming out in his pajamas
0: or something. He's still got the blonde hair. Hey, he, like he got his pajamas on. He looks dumb.
2: Yeah. That happens. Jesus, Pete, man, just come out and
0: just start hurting people. So Kenny Omega but, has not been on.
1: I don't know. Nope, not that I've seen.
0: Oh, you? Yeah, you're still on. You're on sabbatical, aren't you, Cody? I
2: I turned it on now just to see if there's something to disappoint me even more. And seeing Rusev right now is disappointing. Yeah.
0: Come on, man. They got to do something with Miro.
2: But this ain't it. Don't do this with him. Don't have him come out in his damn pajamas with a dude that's shorter than Lana.
1: Where is Lana, by the way? She's still banging Bobby. Nah, no, probably under another table. Ooh, that looked—that looks.
0: <laughs> probably wasn't.
1: God, they're making him out to be some fucking monster.
0: Who's that, that, Yeah. Oh, because WWE ruined him.
1: Oh, what is well, he wearing? Man,
0: is it, he wearing? Saying. Is it say Versace on it? Yeah, Versace. Versace Couture. Yeah, it uh, like it look like
2: pajamas. I don't even like. Nobody wearing that, that
0: shirt. Is that new Lana? I don't know. Must be. Except it's what <laughs> anal backwards. <laughs> Just
1: golly, man. MJF. Yeah. The only way the only way AEW would get better is if they started Jim Ross book everything. They started eight (laughs) oh five. Don't say that,
2: dude. Don't say that shit too loud because that'll be the next thing they're gonna do. What? Don't give Tony Khan any more damn ideas.
1: Six oh five. Hey, coming from the Braves fan, you should love that shit. I do miss that though. I miss that. <laughs> Pbs Superstation. Yeah, yeah man, I missed those.
2: I missed the 705 Braves
1: games, man. Now they're 710. Yeah, I know it. it's some bullshit.
0: Columbus, Ohio, 2045. Oh, they must be playing. Um, I know what they're playing. They're playing. Um, Ready Player One. Yep. Yeah, that's what's on. I don't
1: know. Yeah, nothing else. I missed that. that. So, another yeah, AEW. So. Right.
0: Well That's and- a, just,
2: Jesus. Dude, they could have had MGF make his own damn heel stable. But he didn't need one. He already had Wardlow. That was enough.
1: Yep, but they keep ruining it. I'd say no, do I know.
2: Ruin. Yeah, because Tony Khan wants to be WCW so fucking bad. All
0: right. So let let's go on to these. Bear, you surprise us with the match. I think we beat this with, like, a dead horse. (laughs)
2: you probably going to bring Lex Luger back for fucking New Year.
1: All right, so from 2015, (laughs) TLC.
0: Sorry. Mm -hmm. Uh, You want me to cancel the Lex Express? That's what we'll name the episode. You wait and see.
2: Just because Kenny Omega brought up some damn Lex Express reference, Tony Khan's probably looking for Lex Luger right now. And if he can well, walk, he's gonna of- come in. And the bus. <laughs> yeah. He's well, I did want to. S- I did want to s- s-
0: Well, I did tell you guys, and you guys already know. So in January, Peapod's coming back to the show. Mm. Wants to come back. He, he's a big AEW fan. Sting, oh, I love God. him for wrestling. God, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Big wrestling. Jesus. So we're gonna have some debates. I can't wait for Cody. He's <laughs> like,
2: he's not gonna sit there and try to tell us to know our history, and he only started wrestling, watching wrestling in 06 again, is he?
0: Man, we'll see what happens, but all right, Bear, what do you got for us?
1: All right, TLC 2015, we're going to do the Tag Team Tables Elimination Match. Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman, Luke Harper, and Eric Rowan versus Tommy Dreamer, Rhino, and the Dudley Boys. 2015, by the way. Why the fuck is this happening? They really should have the Wyatts run through these guys with little to no resistance. They brawled right away and introduced the buffet of toys, trash cans, baseball bats, axe handles, sticks kendo sticks, as they brawled on the ring. Strowman tried Stroman trying to run around is hilarious due to his lack of coordination. That's pretty ballsy to type up. I wouldn't want him running at me for anything. Rowan got eliminated about four minutes with the 3D after the table almost broke while Devon was on it. I felt like that was a fat joke to Devon Dudley there. Right. Harper, Harper kicked Rhino through a table at 620. This was a cluster here. Crowd stopped caring early here, and there was no reaction when Devon fired up and basically asked the crowd for reactions. The Dudley boys controlled and hit the doomsday device on Harper. Bubba then tried to jump off the apron onto Strowman, who fell down, and it looked like shit. Bray put Devon through the table at 820 to get the three-on-two advantage. Bubba and Dreamer buried Strowman under a pile of tables, but then Harper put Dreamer through a table at 10:40, leaving Bub- Bubba to fight three Wyatts. Bubba fought off Bray and Harper, and then teased the fire table spot. Strowman returned and choke slammed him through a table, and that was that. As far as getting the Wyatts a dominant victory, this served its purpose. I'm perfectly fine with Team ECW being served up here, but this was pretty clunky garbage. This was a pretty clunky garbage match with no real climax or hook to get me all that excited. It was fine, but more importantly, it met its goal of helping reestablish the Wyatts. Hmm. Not too bad. I don't think I've ever seen this show, so I'd have to watch it.
0: Uh, I, I like this, I'm gonna do a short review. Cause you use, I'm, I'm gonna use Retro Pro Wrestling, mm. uh, cause instead of uh, 411 real quick, cause I wanna do a quick review. From another pay-per-view that was on this day, 1998, rock bottom. Um, As we know, the main event there was Stone Cold Steve Austin against The Undertaker. Faustin' Wednesday gets to place in the 1999 Royal Rumble. Have I mentioned how much I love The Undertaker theme from this period? Sadly, that was probably the best thing about this match. Whereas the previous WWF title match was dramatic and intense, the Buried Alive match was long Laborious, with only occasional flashes of the wild, exciting brawling that had been the hallmark of Austin's main event run. It wasn't that they didn't try. At various times, it seemed like the two were moments away from really kicking it up a gear and giving us a classic main event. However, much like their match at In Your House 15, a cold day in hell, the two struggled to deliver much of any genuine excitement, and the whole thing fell flat. Towards the finish, an explosion erupted from inside the open grave. Kane popped out and went to war with his brother whilst Austin chased Paul Bearer backstage. Stone Cold returned a minute or so later, directing a huge digger into the arena. Kane, tombstone taker. Taker fell in the grave, and the digger dumped a bunch of dirt on it. Winner, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Afterwards, Stone Cold Steve Austin and super impartial referee Earl Hebner drank a beer on the Undertaker's grave to end the show. <laughs>
1: gotta love gotta love baby earl oh man Um,
0: 1999
1: royal rumble was one of my favorites too yeah even though vince won which sucked but it's still one of my favorites
0: and you know the big thing what i like what this guy has about so wwf champion the rock with vince and shane mcmahon versus mankind um This was Mankind had short-lived remix version of the first theme tonight. Like many of the things of this show, it's one I'd t- totally forgotten about. After his entrance, The Rock made his way out with Vince and Shane, and that's where the real fun began. Taking a mic, Mankind agreed that he would waive the forfeit clause, but only if Vince admitted in front of everybody that he had never heard Mankind say I quit in the controversial screwdrop Redux incident back at Survivor Series. Though he hadn't said them at Survivor Series, Mankind did say the words, I quit several times in the opening gambit, something that would come into play in the run up to the 1999 Royal Rumble. Unsurprisingly, Vince refused. In fact, he told Mankind that The Rock had definitely heard Mick quit, and that was good enough for him. Just as Mick then went to attack Vince, The Rock struck from behind, and this one was one. Uh, right from the word go, it was clear that it was building into a terrific title match. Too quickly took a tumble to the outside, Mankind's natural playground. There, the challenger went to work with some hardcore offense that prompted Vince to take to the microphone and order the referee not to be lenient. Basically said Vince, as soon as the referee had a legitimate reason to disqualify Mick, he should do so. He's just making the rules up as he goes, cried (laughs) Cole. No, he isn't, replied King. You're always supposed to be disqualified if you break the rules. King one, Cole zero. (laughs) Anyway. The only uh, <laughs> That only made the match even more interesting. From there, it built up into some classic Attitude Era craziness with The Rock taking Cole's headset and putting himself over on commentary while attacking mankind from behind the table. Back and forth, they battled every move increasingly, and intensity doubling the drama. The two had the crowds on the edge of their seats, waging a brilliant war against each other, which ended when mankind slipped on Mr. Sacco and rammed it down the champion's throat. Winner and new champion mankind but
1: then then ass whipped at the 1999 Royal Rumble
0: yes (laughs) that's always the best part but then he turned around and gets his ass kicked
1: yeah those chair shots there are still I watched that and even I cringe
0: looking at that it's like oh god yeah yeah wasn't that one of our questions how many chair shots yeah
2: it was... How crazy is it we can remember something like that from 20 years ago, but we can watch some shit now and not even remember it a week later?
1: <laughs> uh, it's a crazy one. Don't say those three letters.
0: <laughs> which three? AEW. W- WWE. I don't know, which which but... three? Uh, hell,
2: All which right. three? Like, I don't know, maybe Peapod can explain to us how this shit is supposed to make sense then well, I'm
0: sure fan. I'm sure he'll try well he he was a big Sting guy so you know he was how uh, Sting
2: was easily one of the most mediocre wrestlers ever amen. in the 90s
0: hey man ever I agree he was better in the 80s but I liked his character better in the 90s uh, he wasn't
2: even that good in the 80s then really either like what was his claim to fame in the 80s being a part of the Horsemen and then getting outsmarted and kicked out of the group
0: <laughs> like, hey man the best part was oh, what's he known man. for in the 90s he's known for Star K 97 beating Hogan right. which so you know controversial he's known for, beating yeah, Hogan
2: basically, basically in the 90s he's known for being a, for being a cosplay movie character hey man, that's what about. he's known for in the 90s for cosplay but he's still,
0: but he's still alive he started yeah Brandon Lee isn't alive <laughs> <laughs> Sting still is yeah.
2: Sting invented cosplay that's what basically. they're that's
0: what they're like oh wait a minute this guy died in the movie. Let's right, make a yeah. wrestler out of him, but nobody right. knows anything about the crow, so it is what it right, is. Yeah, she let you
2: know how insulated the wrestling world is. Right. Well, um, Scott Hall played Scarface for ever. So, so,
0: so ha, uh, real quick, happy uh, birthday to Junkyard Dog, sixty-eight, and Lare- uh, Leroy McGirt we'd be 110. Um, the uh did you guys see I, I know we have a dark side of the ring expanded third season looking forward to that but now there's going to be Dark Side of Football and Dark Side of the 90s, two spin-offs.
1: <laughs> that be that be some good shit right there. So you know we're going to
0: be talking about Dark Side of Football on a sports so show. Basically be a good one. like half
2: the season is going to be about the Cowboys.
0: Yeah. Oh, come
2: <laughs> on, oh, man. <laughs> Michael Irvin. <Urban. laughs> I was going to say, the first three episodes, probably with Michael Irvin, Leon Lett, and the Wait, White House.
1: They can do it on fucking Vontez Burfek for getting arrested for the 95th time again this year. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> and just keep but, him in jail.
0: But all right, so we're going to oh, cast. I meant to tell you. Uh,
1: Go ahead.
2: So, uh, I heard on a podcast, um, they were talking about Sting because he came back. And uh, one of the guys says, Sting's only known for, uh, like saying Sting's not like a Hall of Fame type, you know, character or wrestler or whatever. And uh, he said, I never really understood Sting. His only two catchphrases were woo, which was Ric Flair's catchphrase, (laughs) and it's Showtime, folks, which was, oh, my God, who was that? Was that the Joker or something? Um, He said it's Showtime.
0: No, nah. like because he would say it's showtime, Woo! Yeah. you know, he'd do the whole yeah, thing. Like, whose was that? So,
2: like, I'm telling you, man, is the most mediocre dude ever. No wonder the Undertaker didn't want to have a match with him. You I don't brought his too. stock down. Hell yeah. He said, I already fought Giant Gonzalez and King Kong Bundy. What the hell else you want me to do? <laughs>
0: <laughs> God damn. Well, let's uh let's cancel the rest of this show and cancel the Lex Express. And wrap this shit up. Thanks to Wes Anderson for mind quarantine. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter. It's songs by Wes. Thanks to All Work Clothing, Crandall Squatty Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. It's Steve.
1: That's about as long as his career and it faded off just like that. I'm going to stand in the rafters and point at
2: you with my bat.